It's called The Dog with Chansey and Chi, and uh, you know what? It's like we didn't even play an SEC championship game. I've just repressed the whole thing from my brain, <laughs> and life's good. Had a Merry Christmas, uh, we're, but apparently the dogs are in Miami, so we have a big game this week. It's, we were talking about it in our uh, in, in one of our group texts. It's like this, this week is just, and you, you mentioned it, it's just a weird week. It just feels strange uh, yes. to me. This is the, the the twilight week. I mean, it, every year. I mean, not just because we're playing a football game here on a Friday night, which I, I don't know about you, but I this like leading up to, to Christmas the whole time I was like, oh, it's gonna be next Saturday. <laughs> so I would obviously would not have missed it regardless. But yeah, I, I I just realized a couple days ago it was on Friday night. It's like what happens between December twenty fifth. And, and and January 1st is it really nothing. I mean, it's such a non-productive uh, week of the year. And then on top of that, you're coming out of Christmas. Everybody's exhausted from traveling and all that. And you're like, oh, we're playing playing the biggest game of the year on a Friday night against Michigan. So I can't say that I feel like we're about to play it. Maybe give me a couple days and maybe on Wednesday. Maybe by Wednesday I'll feel uh, like we're about to play in the CFP. Yeah, we're recording this Monday night and uh... – it's just the way we came off that SC championship game, and we we made our emotions very well known uh, a week after that. It, it was uh, it's tough to to wrap my head around the fact that we still are competing for a national championship. I mean, what in what other time would this have been possible? I mean, has anyone has anyone to this point lost in a the answer is no. But has anyone lost in their conference championship game the way that we did and is still playing in the playoff? And I don't know of anybody that has that has done that because um, it's just a strange feeling. But And the one thing that I do feel good about, and I don't feel good about much, the one thing I do feel good about is that that is all that everyone has been talking about since the end of that game to our team. Mm-hmm. And they are tired of it. And I'm glad they're tired of it because I'm tired of it. And I'm ready to play a different football game to hopefully get some kind of different outcome than what we had in Atlanta because um, I was I was actually – the conversation was – I was traveled this past weekend, but the conversation was about possibly trying to go to Miami and uh, for me, and I thought I might be. But, gosh, after that, that championship game, I was just – I was not emotionally stable enough to be, to be able to make that drive down there the whole time, driving down there to say – why are you going to this game <laughs> to get to get yourself hurt again like you've done so many times? But um, but I will say, having been uh, having had the opportunity to go to the Rose Bowl and being a part of that kind of playoff environment, it is pretty special. And, and I think these guys are going to have a special time. So I'm getting I'm I'm more positive. I'm, I'm starting to get excited about it. My hopes are not up. But I'm excited that we're playing in this game and we're we're, we're getting played in the Orange Bowl. It's a it's a pretty big freaking deal. And so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited for the players. I think they are going to play at a much different uh, level than what they did against Bama. We just got caught with our pants down is really the way, really the way it, it, it shook out. Happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to me way too often in my life. Uh, but I'm, uh, I'm starting to get a little closer to being more excited about this game and, and, and where I feel like I need to be, but I'm back to where I usually am before going into a big game. My, I'm, I'm back to my normal self and back to reality here. Yeah, you, you've come back to the mean at this point. We're, uh, it's, it's tough because we both came into that game 
And, and I agree. I've, I've, I feel like I've repressed it, and there's been so much going on since then. I mean, just so so much traveling. Uh, I've, I've got a six a sick five month old who's been sick for like a month since before the SEC championship. So it's like certain things have at least got like taken my attention away from the fact that we got our tails whipped from Alabama, by Alabama. But I um, I look at this game and I. I'm excited about the Orange Bowl aspect of it. Do you know? I mean, I haven't done the research on this. I know it's been a long time. Do you do you know the last time we played in the Orange Bowl? I, I feel like I saw somewhere it was in the 50s or something like that. I mean, it would make sense because we never we never play there, so it, it that would probably be about right. But I haven't seen the number. Well, it used to be, you know, the the, the tie in to the and it still is the tie in, but you know, the SEC champion or the SEC. You know, a uh, team that team that's playing well at the end of the season, who maybe doesn't even doesn't make it quite to the championship, you know, goes to play the Sugar Bowl. You know, this year we got Ole Miss going to the Sugar Bowl, uh, and so I feel like that's always been the tie-in there. But now that we have the CFP and it's a rotation um, of the spot between the six New Year's six, excuse me, between the New Year's six bowls and that rotation of the CFP, which I still haven't figured out why we're in Indianapolis this year, but. Somebody maybe somebody can answer that for me. But the uh, rotation there, I feel like the Orange Bulls come back into the play into play. But it's such a weird. I mean, man, ha- have you ever been to a game in that stadium? I mean, Hard Rock Stadium is just obviously it's the new Orange Bowl. It's not the old feel that I feel like you used to have down there. But it just looks like, and maybe it's because I see some of these Miami. Uh, Dolphins games <laughs> and, and and some of these Miami University of Miami games. I mean, they all play down there, and it's like always empty. I mean, there's like maybe you know ten thousand fans there every time. So uh, it just looks like kind of one of those just disappointing stadiums. But I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe when you get down there, it has a different feel. You know, I doubt well, it feels like the Rose Bowl though. Of course. Well, yeah, I, I definitely don't feel like that. Um, but I, I'm sure having a having a game where both sets of teams are excited to be there, which is not typical for the games that are played there, I think will pr- produce a different environment, to say the least. Um, but Is it sold out? I don't know. I don't know. Um, not not real sure what, what it is. I know tickets were kind of fluctuating. I know prices did drop, and I think have gone back up a little bit, but I'm not real sure. I, I, think, I think a good – a good bit. I think we we talked about this a little bit. Michigan's definitely going to be there. I think in more numbers, uh, but I still think there's going to be a good presence from us. Just being this close, it's just going to naturally happen. Uh, we're gonna have, we're, we'll show up well. I mean, I, I I feel good feel good about that. So hopefully so. That's that's what I'm banking on anyway. The funny thing is, what is it? What what did you say the drive to Miami was? Even from from Valdosta. It's still like six hours. Yeah, I mean, so which means you know, if you're going from Atlanta, you're at least at least eight hours. So that's already a, a haul. And these all these Michiganders, if they're driving, I mean, <laughs> that's an unbelievable. So I mean, basically, the travel situation is not great, regardless. I mean, and I think most people would be flying. Uh, well, flying and now in. a lot of a lot of people, a lot of flights are getting canceled. So yeah. there's a lot of that going on too. So it's going to be interesting because uh, as of Monday. COVID numbers starting to jump up. A lot of bowl games are actually getting canceled. So, uh, like A&M's not playing in the uh, Gator Bowl or whatever. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of those those games that are that are being canceled. And uh, so far, with everything being so getting so tight lipped and everything getting so tightened in on information getting leaked and and things of that nature, uh, it's 
you can't really tell where your teams are at. There's been a lot of information circulating around our team about who's sick, who's not there, who's coming, who's under COVID protocol. Uh, we heard over the, the weekend about uh, JT testing positive and, uh, for, for COVID and uh, come to find out as of right now, he has made it to Miami. Uh, Pickens is also in Miami, and so there's they, they came in a little late uh, depending on what their protocol was and all that kind of stuff. But uh, but with, but with way, JT, I have I feel like it has to be, and you and I were discussing this right before the uh, we started recording. But I feel like with JT, so he definitely since since at least we found out that he was positive, he's he's definitely not gone. You know, ten days from that day. Uh, so I today since the CDC changed it to where the recommended quarantine period was five days, I feel like that was. I mean, obviously it wasn't done because of this football game. But, you know, that's kind of why – I think that's why JT is there, able to be there right now. Uh, so I'm 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 thankful that at least he's going to be able – I, I, but I don't know if he's – he may not be able to practice, though. But with Pickens, he did, he got – so he got a positive, a false positive. Then he got two negative tests after that. Yeah, I think that's the way it shook out. But um, but either way, we've got some some playmakers that are that are back, and so we don't know about anybody else. We don't know who came and who didn't come, and all that kind of stuff. The practice was canceled, like we were talking about earlier. Uh, the the practice for journalists to view was uh, canceled uh, quite aggressively by the coaches, <laughs> and uh, so we don't know who's there and who's not. Besides who came off the bus and who you people were able to see and. Everybody had masks on, so it was kind of tough to, to keep track of everybody. So either way, very interesting. It's it, it's interesting times. The COVID's kind of COVID's kind of rearing its head again, where it had not been around for a while. Uh, teams have been able to play all season, had full stadiums, all that kind of stuff, and now kind of with this next wave coming through, it's been interesting to see how this is all talked, uh, how this has all gone up and. One of the things that I did find interesting was that we did Michigan didn't Michigan Michigan didn't let anybody go home for the for the break, mm-hmm. so they they kept everybody on campus. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they, they so they actually got there a day early, and so they left early, got down there to uh, got to Miami, and but we did we let guys go home for a couple of days, go see family and things like that, which you're putting your team at risk. I mean, you're, you're doing that. But I think too, for a lot of guys, you still need to see family. You need to be able to see your people, and uh, especially during Christmas. So for a lot of guys that haven't seen their family all year long, maybe they came to a game or something. But you just never know. Um, but uh, they, there was conversation. You hear them talk about like the protocols they put in place. They were instructed you need to wear a mask when you go home and you're around people and things like that. So, and I think our guys are, are still serious. They know what's at stake here. We still have the chance to play for a national championship. And I feel good about our guys taking the necessary precautions that they need to. So I feel I feel good about it. Well, that's another thing too. I mean, that I really even hadn't really thought about a whole lot either. But you know, it's not like there's a lot of time between whenever we would play this game and if we win, be playing in the national championship. You know, we're looking at two weeks from today. So if that's the case, you know, it's say cases actually spike after this game and they don't. So I think I think the, the the policy that they came out with, which I mean, have you? I don't know if you've read through all this, but basically it's like there's a chance that there could be a national champion that is just crowned without games even being played. There's a yep. chance that there's a no contest. So this entire college football season could just be for nothing. 
nobody's crowned and we'll look on wikipedia 10 years from now and there will be a just a blank you know for 2021 <laughs> and so it's just a weird which is a weird thing they basically said that if they don't do it by january 14th which is the the friday after when the national championship is scheduled at the moment if they don't do it by the 14th then it's a no contest <laughs> which i'm like are you like at the very least extend it to the end of january or something i mean that is just absurd to not even consider it after just a single day which i guess you could keep saying that you know i will take it to february march you know whatever but i think there's a re- more reasonable solution in that situation but at the same time, I think they're just trying to push for these guys to be as safe as they can be and having internal protocols that, you know, and I'm sure Kirby and his team and his staff are, are on top of it. But at the same time, it's it's I guess they had to be a little harsh on them so that they would actually take it very seriously and go go through not just go through the motions, you know, be able to be safe in every way, shape or form. Yeah, absolutely. So we as of right now, we don't know of any uh, major names that are that are not there. Just just based on how everything's shaking out right now, everything being so tight lipped. But we do have a team in Miami. We they did practice today. We know they got on the field, and we're hearing nothing but good things from the practice. Everybody being real positive out of that. That could just be a lot of speak. Could be whatever the case is. We don't really know because nobody was there. Uh, but um, but. What I'm excited about is our guys. If you watch a lot of these interviews, I, I really feel they're they're pretty pissed off. They're they're pretty angry about as as they should be because they they got humiliated, and really the entire team did. So there wasn't any kind of standout group amongst everybody uh, that that played in it. If you played it in the game in Atlanta, you you got embarrassed, and uh, so that does excite me. Uh, I, looking at this game, Michigan's the hot team. I mean, if you're looking at Bama, Bama kind of blew up on, on uh, in the championship game and nobody was really paying them a whole lot of attention going in. And Bama took advantage of that. And I think right now we are the coldest team going into the playoff. I mean, I think everybody, if you look at all the other teams, Cincinnati's undefeated. Michigan is beat Ohio State for the first time in 10 years. Uh, and then you've got Alabama who pantsed us going into – uh, just waltzing their way into the college football playoff, and we just kind of made it in, and um, being playing great all season long, and then all of a sudden, no, nothing. Um, so, either way, um, I feel like that does give us an edge going into this. Everybody's kind of looking. I think we're still. I don't know where. I haven't looked at Vegas in a while. Um, I, to I, see. I believe we are still. I can pull it up real quick, but I believe we are still at a seven and a half. Uh, point favorite. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we're at seven and a half still. Uh, at least that's the consensus. Um, I was actually just looking up when the last time Michigan actually won the Big Ten before, obviously before this year. And you know they've always been since they split the 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 uh, Big Ten into two separate divisions. They've always obviously been in the same division as Ohio State. So yeah, the last time they they won it, looks like they they actually split it in 04 was the last time they won it, which is hilarious that they had to split the title. But they, which was with Iowa. And so that's another thing, too, is that they came out, not only did they win their first Big Ten championship in over 15 years, but they came into it, I, I think they were only a 10-point favorite over Iowa. And they blow out Iowa, which Iowa was has been one of the most overrated teams all year. But I think that 
that defense has been their saving grace, and they came and went in there and scored 42 points on. So you're right. I mean, Michigan's got all the confidence in the world going into this game. What when you watch, I think, and when you sit back and watch what our body of work has shown them this whole year, I mean. I'll be honest, I think their defense is, is licking their chops a little bit. And I'm not saying our offense has been inept. I mean, hell, we if you look at the numbers, we've we've had more points per game than they have uh, by a couple points. So we get a higher-rated offense, right? So what's what's the situation there? And I just feel like they're looking at that Alabama game, and they're thinking, what did Alabama do defensively, and honestly, more importantly, offensively, uh, to, to, to be able to shut our offense down? And... They forced us into a situation where we where we gave up on the run pretty quickly. I don't think that's going to be the case here. But also, Bama, like I said, it was offensive side. Excuse me, the offensive played almost more of a part in that. Bama can, I mean, they got a higher clip than the Michigan does. I mean, if you look at this, if you watched Michigan play this year, you saw that McNamara guy. I mean, he's a pretty average quarterback. I mean, he's he doesn't really turn the ball over a whole lot. I watched a lot of the Michigan State game that they played, but McNamara is nothing special, but they have two running backs that can run over your tail. And so that's, if it gets up, it gets to a point where, I mean, Chancey, I mean, what do you think? I mean, is this going to end up just being a trenches versus trenches? I mean, it it's going to be an old school football game, I think. Well, at the same time too, I think there's some creativity that's going to go into this. That I think how it's the whole adage of that's about the line of scrimmage is very much going to be about this game. I think there's two similar type teams getting it like a lot of people are talking about how us in Michigan are very similar in how we play the game um I, I mean I agree with you I don't think uh McNamara is anything special uh on the offensive side of the ball but I, I do think that that talent they have at running back they're going to be able to use those guys in different ways and you've got to be able to contain them so halfback screens I mean little things like that to get guys out and open are you are you keeping your are, are you locked on to your assignments is going to be big in this game from a line from a defensive line standpoint to the linebackers are we keeping those guys contained and not letting them get into open space and because that's where they get you they're 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 punching you they're punching you they're punching you and then their play action and can can take advantage of you and, and that's what they did to Ohio State at the end of that game if, if you went back and watched Michigan they just they ran the ball, and yep. Ohio State could never get the ball back. Yep. They just they literally just out-physicaled them. And that's what we have to be concerned about. Uh, of If they can run, if they have any success running the ball, it's going to be a long day. Because that's yep. just – that's their, it's just, and that's the same way with us. If we were able to run the ball on you, it was game over, which was most of the games that we played in. And yep. so if we were able to have any, any success handing the ball off to Cook or White or Milton, I mean, that was – that was the way the games ended up, and it was the same way for them. Yeah, but, I mean, whenever you look at a team that we're about to play and you say their best offensive weapon is a running back, or two running backs. I mean, both Haskins and Corum have both been pretty darn good. Corum's actually just under 1,000 yards. Haskins has almost 1,300 yards on the season um, and 20 touchdowns. I mean, holy hell, that that they are their offense. When you look at a team and you think their best offensive weapons are running backs, doesn't that make you feel a little bit better? I mean, that's the only thing that gives me comfort in this game. I mean, I look, man, I'm I'm past the point of being optimistic, and I think you are as well. Like, I'm I'm not even. It's not even like I'm hopeful. I just want to go in there and battle. I want to I want to start swinging quick and hard, 
And whenever I think about this Michigan team, their defense is going to be stout, and that's what scares me the most. But what gives me a little bit of comfort is I know our defense is not going to let them run the ball. I mean, if they get over if they get over 100 yards in this game, I mean, I not that I'd be surprised because they do have two good running backs, but if they get over 100 yards, I feel like that's because our, our defense is, is, is letting up in some way, shape, or form. So um, they're going to come in pissed off. I mean, I, I just can't imagine what that front seven is going to look like. But, uh, yeah, I I feel like, I mean, so if their running backs are their best offensive weapon, I mean, who who is our best offensive weapon? Like, in, in, in minus money, like a favorite to score a touchdown in this game is, is number 19. And that's the funny thing is, is I mean, we've gone so many years without a elite tight end, and now we have. How long have we talked about it? And it's like it's like we saved every, it up over all these years, yeah. And then he just appears. <laughs> yeah. And and how the hell? And he's a true freshman. I mean, how the hell are we at the point where I'm? Because I, I thought about it. That's why I was like, I was no doubt that Hassan's and Corum are their two best offensive weapons. Who's our best offense? Well, a true freshman tight end. <laughs> like. Can you I, even that, call him a tight end though? It's like he's his own thing. He doesn't even doesn't even really count. He he's created a in his own position. He really has. Um, I'm, I haven't seen it as athletic. I mean, I love Darnell for what he is. I mean, he is a uh, old school, but also a freak size wise. You know, tight end, but he is not near as athletic as Brock Bowers is. And so anyway, I do we have great running backs? Yes. If if Pickens is there, do we have an elite wide receiver core? I, I really do think we do. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are coming off of injuries during the season that are going to be fresh for this game. I, th- I think I read that Burton said that his knee was not no longer much of an issue. So I feel like Burton, if we have Burton ready, we got Pickens ready, we got Bowers. Don't know what Kyrus's situation is, but we've got a receiving core that's going to be ready to come in here. Is Stetson? I mean, you know, that's another question. Is what are we going to say at quarterback? <laughs> I mean, I really feel like you got to believe that uh, Stetson's going to start this game. I think if JT, especially, hopefully not having too many symptoms coming off of coming off of uh, his positive test with COVID and things like that. So I think having him ready to go, there's a lot of talk swirling around that, the quarterback situation and, and all this kind of stuff. But, but, man, I just really think that JT's probably a better ball thrower, but I feel like our, our coaching staff really thinks that Stetson's weapon is his are his legs and he didn't really maximize those against Bama because um, we really he, the man tried to throw us to a win and tried to get us caught caught back up and um and that's the wrinkle that he provides us so at this point if we haven't seen JT go in I just don't know how whether that's the right decision or not I don't think at this point it, it you can argue it this way or, or not but he it's where we are and I just don't think we're going to see him uh in this game, unless Stetson starts to 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 go down fast, which is possible. Yeah, let's let's just hope out of the way that whoever starts the game, which I, I honestly I don't know if I'd be surprised either way um, if if JT if JT pops in there. But well, at the same time, JT is not you know since he's been in COVID protocol, it's not like he's been able to practice, and that's what I feel like is the biggest uh, biggest issue there for him. I'm not. I just don't think. To beat Michigan, Michigan's not an Alabama. You know, to beat Michigan is a very different formula. But we don't, you don't have to have the quarterback position played like a Bryce Young did. You know, in the SEC championship. And I know we kind of said that going into the SEC championship, and they forced our hand. And like I said, they forced us into a situation where we were trying to play catch up. Very quickly, we abandoned the run. I agree with you. I think Stetson, if he just just gives 
to the point where if he if he gives in to the urge to run, I mean, pretty much any time that it's wide open, which it was a lot in Mercedes-Benz, uh, man, I feel like that's kind of the recipe for us to at least get some early momentum, first half momentum. But I'm not a, I don't, I really don't have much of a like feel for that. I really don't think, I don't think Kirby's going to make a change. And like we talked about, you know, ad nauseum. I mean, dude, it's at this point there's either something going on with JT or we really just simply don't have an elite quarterback in this in this quarterback room. But uh, I I agree with you. I think it's going to be at a point where if if we see him Stetson, I think Stetson's going to start. I think if we see him start to really struggle, I don't think he'll hesitate to put number eighteen. And that's where we have to go. I think you just have to let the the noise of the of the position and all the conversation around it. Just at this point, we're 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 in the playoff. We're we're doing what got us to the playoff, and um, and that's just where I think we need to be. It just, we are where we are, and, and whether we think that's the right choice or not, it's it's where we're at. I mean, that's kind of kind of where I've landed. Did Jake did Stetson play his best game against Bama? Absolutely not. Probably was his worst game. Um, but we very much may have seen the what he's capable of in that type of situation. And if we yeah. get into that situation again, uh, it, we may know what we have to do. And so um, the thing about Michigan is if we're able to get to a 10-0 lead on Michigan, I feel a lot better than a 10-0 lead against Bama. Like there's there's a huge difference to me with 10 to nothing versus Michigan than 10 to nothing versus Bama. Um so well, if we I, I, if we end up doing the same thing to Michigan that the Alabama did to us, like you're talking about right now, I mean that's 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 a recipe for at least to go in to the halftime with with some really good momentum. Yeah, and and that's that's where I'm at. I I, I think we're we're built. The one thing you mentioned that we're built for this game a little better. Um, let's just say this: Bama does not have Bryce Young, or uh, Michigan does not have Bryce Young, and they do not have uh, Williams. And so that's 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 the best two things we've got going for us right now. And so that being said, the way that their that their team works offensively and defensively, we're built a little better for. I think from uh, if you're comparing us to Michigan, I think what you're saying about their defense is true. Is our offense going to be able to make those plays against a very aggressive defense? Right. And so. Uh, for us, what's the is it Hutchinson? Is that the guy's the defensive? Yeah, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, the Heisman guys, finalist. Heisman finalist after really after I mean didn't get talked about till that uh, Ohio State game and the guy played out of his mind. I mean they talking about the SEC championship game got Bryce Young the Heisman. Well, the Big Ten championship game got this defensive end from out of nowhere going to uh, going to New York, and so it's. He's a he's a phenomenal athlete, and he's a guy. He's going to want to get to Stetson. He's going to be he's he wants to make a statement. And so for us, if we're going to be able to have any success, I think we've got to be able to run the ball, get balls out quick, get to some playmakers, get to Brock Bowers, and make 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 some plays. I mean, there's it's not there's not going to Stetson does not need to be the one creating our success. We need to have created our success by our play calling and the situations that we put ourselves in, and being able to run the ball well. And if we're relying on Stetson to be uh, the sole, as we had to be against Alabama, if we're we're behind the sticks, um, I, I'm I'm much more concerned about where we're at. And yeah. Michigan's a team that's been able to do that, so uh, has done that the last few times against the teams they've played. So it's going to be I interesting think, to see. I think this game is going to end up looking a lot like, maybe not a ten to three game, but it's going to look a lot like that Clemson game. 
is what I think. I think it's going to be obviously a defensive battle, but the uh, they're going to get some stops, and they're also going to be able to move the ball with their. You know, I I, I think it's going to you're going to see some play action. I think we're going to see some screens that we've seen throughout the year. That's those are two of the few things that have been pretty effective. You know, outside of the Alabama game. We, we really did not cover the screens very well against a couple teams, namely Kentucky. But it's a uh, situation where I feel like you got to maintain, maintain, or excuse me, just have a drive that lasts. If you have a drive that lasts eight to ten minutes, you know, in the first quarter, I mean, like, I know that's kind of crazy, but I mean, legit, like, just knock out maybe not eight to ten minutes but like at least six to eight minutes knock out like half the quarter in one drive and just kind of just beat the hell out of them i mean (laughs) impose your will and dominate yeah beat the hell out of them but i mean it's i feel like that's the kind of thing that we need in this game i mean it's not even just like a field position thing as much or, or a time of possession as much as it is just like the psychological aspect where you gotta get a little bit of that Hey, I'm I'm your big brother, you know. Sorry, you're not gonna beat me, kind of thing. It's, you want one of those drives where at the end of the drive, the linemen are going insane because of how pumped they are. Because yeah. they were the ones that dictated the drive. <laughs> that is my favorite drive is when the you you've run the ball twelve times down the field and the linemen are just up and just jacked because they they just owned them. That's the kind of drive. That's the drive you. Every good offensive lineman loves run blocking because it doesn't. <laughs> Like, it's so easy to let, I mean, if there's a pure pass rusher like Aiden Hutchinson, it is so easy to let a guy like that beat you. I mean, that, I mean, he's an elite talent. He just is. But whenever you're just having a pulling guard, just knock the piss out of that guy and just dominate and go four yards at a time. You know, three, four-yard plays, that's a first down. If you keep doing that and just keep doing that, I think we got the boys to do that. And then you throw it over the top, you get it to Bowers. I mean, it's that first drive, I think, is going to very much so dictate. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if we. Now, I'm not. It didn't even have to be a first drive, but I would not be surprised if we go first drive, four and out. I mean, excuse me, three and out. But I think as long as we have one drive in the first quarter that dictates how we are going to dominate them on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, it, it, it may not happen, but I think if we have it. I feel very good about the the game going forward from that point. Well, you look at the look at the Clemson game. I felt even after that game happened, I felt good about our offense from the perspective of we didn't have a lot of three and outs. We were able to move the ball, control the field, really kept them pinned back the whole time. And this is one of those games that field position, moving the ball fifteen yards, yeah, can be can be huge. It can change the whole dynamic of the game. And so being by and then having a guy like Camarda that can boot the ball the way he does and flip a field um, at any given moment is really the special teams is going to be pretty critical. Having some of those punts, those punts where we pin them back deep. Oh yeah. That's the kind of stuff that, that in this type of game can be huge. Um, I think, I think the score may be a little higher than we think. Um, I don't think it'll be like kind of what you're saying. I don't think it'll be a Clemson score. Um, but I'm, but, but the winner could very much be in the twenties uh, in this game. I very, I, I think that's very, very possible, um, and, and because these defenses are so stout, so um, I'm excited about. It. I think, like I said, I think the matchup is good for us. But um, um, the the psychological aspect of this game is where I feel like we're going to find out how tough we are. That's yep. where um, that's where my mind's at. So I actually just was looking at the the total here and. 
it's at 44 and a half. So um, if I could maybe try to do a little math here, I mean, that's basically, you know, looking at a, you know, 24 to, to, to 17 ball game, maybe a little over that, uh, 20, 27 to 17 or 27 to 20 actually, or something like that. So um, it's, it's going to be, I agree with you. I think that a, a 20, 20 point score is, or somewhere between 20 and 30 is going to win the game. Uh, whether or not that means that somebody else, it, it may be a 24 to 21 game. Who knows? Uh, I'm not, I'm not feeling like this is going to be a barn burner whatsoever. It's just, I mean, I and you know what? Alabama's going to score a lot of points on Cincinnati. I feel very confident in that. I think we're going to see a Cincinnati team that's going to be so outgunned, they're going to be pissing down their leg. Uh, but Cincinnati has a good defense, and that's the problem. Is they just do not have an offense that can keep up with Alabama. This is not a Michigan team that has an offense that can just run away with from us. And I feel very confident our defense is going to come back and say, hey, we got we messed up. That's in the past. We've, we're about to dominate right here. I feel like they're going to play pissed off, and they're going to be ready to roll. And it's and it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a war. But I'm not I, I'm not concerned about the defense coming back and saying you know putting their foot in the ground and making a statement. I'm I am a little concerned about how creative are we going to be moving the football down the field and are we going to rely on a run game a little bit more than I mean. I don't, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I, I don't even remember how many yards we rushed for against Alabama, but it was not impressive. That's all I know. Well, when you have to give up on it so early, it, yeah. you really, you're not going to, you're not going to put up that many yards. I, I think you said something key and, and that's what I just talked about the ability for us to be able to move the ball. It's not so much if we're scoring a lot of points, but are we extending drives? Are we giving our defense time to gear back up to be able to come back out on the field, keep them pinned back. That's what's going to be, that's what's going to be critical here. And I think, too, one of the things is I think the underrated matchup here is our secondary versus their wide receivers. Yes, they don't have a big wide receiver core, but is our secondary going to step up and be able to to put to put away the, the narrative of yeah. what happened against Alabama? I think that's a lot of times the, the, the conversations around best versus best. Well, right now, this is – really worst versus worst. You're yep. looking at Michigan's wide receiver core versus our secondary. Out of those two, who is really going to step up and be able to keep that play-action pass, keep that contained, be able to keep those guys under control and not allow a big big play down the field? Yeah, they got they got a couple of decent guys. Nobody really is a standout. Uh, Cornelius Johnson is the only one that's, I mean, over 400 yards on the season. He's got 609. I'm not. I think. I think you have a great point there, Chancy, because it's not so much that I feel very good about our front seven putting, you know, making a stand against their running game. I feel very good good about our our defensive rushing. Uh, excuse me, our defense of their rushing attack. And if we can, if we can just you know sew up the back end a little bit, I think I feel very confident that we're going to be able to take advantage of this Michigan offense. Does that make me feel good about the game? No, no. Like, still, I, I'm not going to feel good until I see the end score and we have more points than they do. I'm literally like, it could be 45 to nothing in the third quarter, like dogs on top. And I'll be like, nah, like, they still got a chance. <laughs> it's I'm the not, Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it, it's funny because they are such a similar, you know, the, of course they won a, uh, I think they won a uh, championship. When did they, was it late 90s or 90, 97, 98, something like that? 
Um, so they've won it, or maybe it's '96. They they won a, a, a national championship more recently than we have, of course. But they still have, you know, this a lot of similar narratives and storylines that we have. You know, they've had the their Ohio State's been their Florida for so long. You know, of course, now we've turned the tide against the Florida, and they just recently turned the tide this year against Ohio State. Uh, remains to be seen if that you know continues from this point. But uh, you just you, you're seeing some recent success in, in Michigan. There's been a lot of years of just some very average football in, in Ann Arbor. What are we, you know, at this point, who's the hungrier team? Who's the hungrier fan base? Who's the hungrier coaching staff? And I still feel like we are just going to come in there as focused as we can be. And I know we said that in the SEC championship, but this is different because we finally got a little bit of a wake-up call going into this game. Well, you're living in, you're living in a – fairy tale land and, and we were i mean we really were uh oh we were riding high we were we were high on our own supply if you will and we we got we got caught and uh and so for us i'm i'm 100 with you I, I really think uh the only way we're gonna the only mentality that we're gonna have to be able to win this game is okay we know that we are infinitely better than the team that played against alabama we thought we had it figured out we didn't so are we going to correct our mistakes and do what we need to do? And, and you talk a lot, especially defensively, because our defense is what lost us that game. I mean, our offense is – say what you want to say about it. Our defense is what got us here. Our defense is what has been winning us these ball games. We ha- they have got to be playing like they do for us to win. If they're not playing up to their caliber, that's us losing a game because of our best weapon. If we don't have what makes us great, then we're not great. And so we have to lean on them because they are our strength. And if they don't show up, we don't show up. And so a lot of the conversation around our defense and hearing them in press conferences is we made it too complicated against Bama. We try to get yep. cute. And mm-hmm. so are we going to go back to what got us to where we, we <laughs> got us to where we are? We're losing. We were playing so well that we lost in our championship game and we we're still ranked number three in the country going into the playoff. Right. I mean, that you, you have to at least have a piece of you to say, okay, we are deserving of where we're at. If we look at our whole body of work, we just our last game of the season we played like garbage. And so, um, are we going to have the right mentality going in? I don't know. I mean, are we capable of having that mentality? Absolutely. But I'm not sold that we are going to have the mentality we need to be able to 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 make it happen. But I, I agree with you. We have the we have the the uh, we got the right dogs for the hunt. Yeah, that's that's actually a great point, Chance. I mean, it's it's are we going to? We talk a lot about how. Hell, we talked about it going to the SEC championship game. Um, you know, how we thought that this team was going to be as focused as, as we've ever seen them. You know, how this is going to be different. How we're going to, you know, exercise those demons against Alabama. I mean, I feel like we're kind of repeating ourselves with this Michigan matchup. But like I said, you know, having a little bit of that vulnerability exposed previously in this last, in the you know, in the SEC championship really, I feel like, makes that different. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this team is going to absolutely be you know 100% health wise 100% mentality wise I mean there's a lot of distractions these days I mean golly you look at it up and down I mean NIL you know there's a lot of people that are talking about transfers there's a lot of people that are talking about the quarterback situation I mean there's more distractions not on top of that they're in Miami right now (laughs) yeah I mean I'll be honest with you, that's not a place that I want my players to be. You know, I'd much rather them be in the middle of, uh, you know, Iowa or something like that. Uh, it's just not a, uh, a an environment that's conducive to us being 
focused as focused as we can be but i still feel like this is they're gonna find another gear and and make it happen um but i'm not a I'm not optimistic. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to get some good mojo going here. <laughs> well, and the thing is, and the one thing too is that we do have going for us is that we're playing a brand name. Yeah, we're playing Michigan. This is a big matchup. This is a big. This is two blue bloods kind of going at it, and um, we're not playing Cincinnati. We don't have to have the fear of not worrying about if this is a good football team or not. Um, they won the Big Ten, and only their only game they lost was to. Uh, Michigan State, who was playing well at the time, and only lost to them by like four or five points. I mean, it wasn't a big, a big game that they lost. And so, um, so anyway, I, I think we do have that going for us is that we are playing a huge, a big name team. And so, um, there's there, there's no way to know what our mentality is going into this. I just hope it's, uh, I hope it's somewhat where we need it to be. But like you say, I, I'm at this point, if nothing would surprise me. I mean, as, as as bad as I hate to say it, like if something happened and this game got canceled, I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, it's just it's one of those seasons and and where it's been the last two weeks, really just the last seven days. Um, it's kind of crazy. Don't even don't even talk like that, gracious. Hey, I, I'm it's just that it's where I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and, and lie to everybody. Anything at this point wouldn't surprise me, and so. Um, like it's the unfortunate, thing, but the only it's thing a very surprising real, me, real possibility. The, the only thing that are surprising me is that we have players that are showing up like that were not there. It's like, oh, we have good things happening. So it's kind of, it's kind, that's kind of where 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 I am. But yeah, for once we have a little bit of a uh, a little tidbit of of good news, and and I think George Pickens. So I, I, did you mention earlier that both him and JT flew in today? It's like I thought George Pickens was cleared last week. I, I'm not sure why he is coming in late. You know, the rest of the team, as far as we know, is already there. The, and that kind of makes it. I know a lot of people <clears throat> people are complaining on the journalistic side about how they don't have any access. They don't know what the hell's going on. They can't interview anybody. They can't watch practice. And I'm just like, to be honest with you, that makes it a little bit more fun. Like I'm. I, it, and maybe a little bit more stressful, but I just I kind of like not knowing like what exactly is going on. Mostly because I don't want anybody else to know. Because I want I don't want Michigan to know. I don't want anybody that's on the other team, staff, coaches, whatever, don't want anybody else to know. So I'm I'm completely fine with not knowing. What I want to see is uh, our team walk run out of that tunnel and just dominate from start to finish. And that's all I care about. I don't care about all the hoopla beforehand. I don't need to know if they are going on some shopping spree at Best Buy or, or, you know, going on this yacht, which apparently they did today. They went on a yacht and all that. I don't need to know any of that. I just want to know what's going to happen between between the lines on Friday night. Yeah, Friday night lights, baby. So (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll see. But either way, I'm kind of like you. I think by Wednesday I'll I'll be feeling, feeling the mojo and feeling getting uh i'm definitely already anxious about it uh but i'm i am excited i mean we are we're, we're in the playoff and yeah uh i remember when we were in the playoff last time in, in 17 and, and going to the rose bowl and there was more excitement there because obviously we were trending the right direction and uh that gets you a little more excited but we're in our second playoff appearance and it's it really is exciting it's great for our program it's great for our players great for recruiting uh you're one of the top four teams in the country competing for a national championship and that's that's a crazy thing to say we don't get to say that very often so this is this is this is pretty cool and and i'm very thankful to be here our guys have played their tail off all season and we just didn't show up for a very important game 
And so are we going to turn that around? So that's my, let's, that's, that's my final thought. Yeah. Let's, I mean, are we going to show up for the more important game? That's the question. And I agree with you, man. It's just been such a weird thing because I've been so distracted the last week and a half and I just have not quite gotten, and this has helped, but I have, I need to get in that mode. You know what I'm talking about, you know, leading up to a big game. I mean, I got to that point probably about Wednesday of the SEC championship week. So it's, uh, yeah, man, I, I need to get a little bit more focused on my end. You know, the team and staff, they're all, they're all, you know, uh, holding up their end of the bargain. I need to, I need to be on the same level as them. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, man, I'm my, my, basically my, my final thoughts are it's, it's just going to be a, ma- a matter of if we can negate <clears throat> their running game and force them to throw the football like Alabama did to us and then just maintain our running game and then also play that play action. Stetson uses legs uh, I'm not going to say I feel good about it, but I feel like this is going to be a different team. We're going to see a different football team than we did in early December. It's going to be night and day, in my opinion. So, well, the thing is it can't get too much worse. So, uh, it can, Just don't lot. suck. <laughs> yeah, just don't be as bad as you were uh, that one game. So, yeah. um, well, man, uh, hopefully what, next time what, we talk, we're going to have another we're gonna have another game on the schedule. So Yeah. No, hey, that'd be ideal. Uh, what's 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 your plans for the game? Um, honestly, Chandler and I we were out of town this past weekend, so we had been doing some traveling, and so my mind was way off of off of right. all this. And um, so we're gonna do something local. Get with some together with some friends and uh, watch the game um, here in town. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I don't like being if I'm not in the game. I don't like being in environment where there's a lot of people. Um, I'm just not that I was way. About I don't to say that's that's kind of unlikely. Are, are you talking about maybe going to a bar? Or no, 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 no. Like a friend's okay. house. There's only like okay. a couple people there. That, yeah. It's yeah. it's not no 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 bar. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's not. I, was, I, I can't be around people that are talking and not not caring. Um, I don't, and that's the thing. I don't really want people talking to me. I just don't want a lot of stuff happening around me during the game. We don't we don't need that commotion. We don't need that distraction. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. no. How about I, y'all? I, what are y'all doing? Completely with you on that. I'm. Uh, we are probably going to lay low and go watch it at my brother's house, uh, my uh, middle brother's house. My oldest brother, Aubrey, is going to – him and uh, his wife are going to go down there. They're going to the game. And, awesome. Uh, so if, if, if that is the – if we win, then we're going to send Aubrey to every game from here on out by himself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not uh, – I don't even care. Like if it's national championship, whatever, we're gonna pay for Aubrey to go. <laughs> <laughs> he, is uh, our, he is our charm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, man, it's. Uh, I I think we're just gonna watch it at their house, and and I'm gonna be a nervous wreck, especially you know since we're the late game. So remember when we played in the Rose Bowl, we were the early game, and this is the late game. So it's like you gotta wait all freaking day, and I I'm, I'm gonna want to. I can't do this because we have a child, but. I'm going to want to be over there by like noon and, and pay some drinking, you know, early afternoon, get some, get a full belly. And so I'm just, I, I'm a little concerned that I'm not going to be quite as in, in the zone that I need to be, but I think come game time, I'll be ready. Uh, but that's the plan. We're going to lay low and uh, probably go over to the brother's house or uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, uh, this whole COVID situation too is making it where it's just, you can't really go anywhere and feel comfortable about it. So we're, uh, Probably just gonna lay low. Well, I, I, something tells me deep down by game time you'll be ready, because because uh, I know I know I will be. 
So I'm never not never not by game time. Never not yeah. ready by game time. That's uh that's that's the thing is that I usually by game day I'm already um if I'm at zero at one o'clock in the morning, I'm at a hundred at six o'clock in the morning. So uh let's uh let's ride, baby. Um Chance, uh that's 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 my plan. I'm sticking to it and obviously you and I will be texting that day, I'm sure. Um hopefully it's not in frustration, hopefully it's in jubilation. Um, and so we'll, uh, we'll, uh, maybe we'll do some, some Instagram live. When's the last time we did that? We have, have we done we that all season? We, I don't think we did it all season. So who knows? We might get crazy. Let's get, maybe, maybe we'll give the people what they want. You know, a little we'll social get, media, a little chatter. Get, get things, get a little wild. Happy <laughs> new year, new year, new us, you know? Hey, yeah. Well, I, I hope you had a great Christmas. I know you did. We won't get into the all, but you know, you went skiing and all that. I'm, I'm jealous, but yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody, and Happy New Year. Let's get 2022 started off on a very good note, and uh, go dogs. Dogs on top. Ooh.